0: Morning. Red ten standing by. Red nine standing by. Red
1: three standing by. Red six standing by. Good night. Standing by.
2: You're listening to the Ion Cannon podcast. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Your source for entertainment
1: reviews from a galaxy far, far away. This
2: is it. laser
1: Welcome to the Ion Cannon podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen, and I'm joined by my friends and co-hosts Tom and William. Today, we're here to talk about Bad Batch, Season 1, Episode 15, titled Return to Camino. We are finally caught up. This is the episode that aired, I think, just this last Friday, right? Like a couple of days yep. ago. Yep. So it's very exciting to finally... Uh, we're, we're back up to date. It's exciting.
0: We are. We are. And we're on the penultimate episode, the second to last episode. The season is just about over. And oh my goodness, was this a... What a way... What an episode. What an episode... What a way to end the episode. Um Matt Miknovitz uh did a wonderful job writing this, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited to dissect it. So Yep. I don't know.
2: I'm, I guess I'm, I'm excited to talk about it to everybody with everybody.
0: Without further ado, should we just should we jump in?
2: Why not? Let's do um it. so I think we're gonna be reviewing the Bad Batch season one, episode fifteen. Return to Camino. This was directed by Nathaniel Villanueva, and as William mentioned, this was written by Matt Miknovitch. In the episode. The Bad Batch find themselves in unexpected territory in this thrilling finale. This is a part one of two. What can we say about this episode without going to the end of the episode? Sh-
1: should we just what? <sighs> I mean, this is just start off like this, we talked about this back at the beginning of the show. when we were doing reviews. We thought that their finale or we'd be coming back to Camino for a kind of right. a big conclusion. Right. We nailed it. We're we're returning to Camino. Though I'll say I was expecting and a little sad that we didn't get to see more of like a Caminoan rebellion or a Kaminoan rebellion. Mm-hmm. Right. Um so that's been that's been di-
0: yes. Yeah, sorry.
1: <laughs> no, no, that's fine. It, Go ahead. It, they were cleared
0: up. Yeah. Yeah, they were. They were. Um and uh it's it's kinda sad to see. Um I I have all sorts of questions about what happened to the Kaminoans. We know some didn't go along and were killed like like Lama Sue last in the last episode. In this episode, they mentioned that some of the Kaminoans, I think EZI three mentions that some of the Kaminoans were killed who didn't go along and the others were taken off world. But like, yeah, like what happened to the clones? What happened to the Kaminoans? But ultimately this episode really marks, I think the, it's the end of the clone wars officially in, in not the show, but the, the era in that you know the in attack of the clones we go to this mysterious planet that obi-wan discovers and find out that there's this whole you know army clone army that's been built for them and in this episode that's all destroyed for good and it's it's i don't know about you guys i got a little i got a little emotional watching kamino get destroyed i always i always had a soft spot for kamino and
2: it's and and I'm I'm gonna piggyback on that oh. because I think what made it what made it hurt most was it was the flashback scenes of the Bad Batch quarters empty, yeah. the 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 lunch oh. area, the, the the mess hall empty, you know, the cloning tanks empty. When we first saw all that stuff, that was an attack of the clones mm-hmm. with troopers everywhere, with clones being trained, with you know, them in the mess hall eating. With, you know, clones actually in their their little cocoons being created. And in this episode, we get those flashes of everything empty because it was going to be um, um, decommissioned. But you figured the decommission the way they did it, um, that they really decommissioned this facility, not like the one we saw a couple episodes before.
0: I mean, they 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 blew it up and. You're right. Those little shots just pulled at your heartstrings, and
2: mm-hmm.
0: it, it was sad. You know, I think we all expected that this would happen on some level, but it was still sad to see Camino. Okay, technically, not Camino. Technically, Tapoka City was destroyed. Camino, the planet, still exists, but I, as far as we know, like Tapoka City is like one of the only settles, you know places on Camino. For all intents and purposes, Camino is wiped out. The right. are off-world; are yep. gone. I don't know. Steven, your thoughts seeing Camino destroyed?
1: It's beautifully shot, and the cinematography for all of that was just amazing. Like watching mm-hmm. those Venators just like rain fire and just decimate that city. Yeah. Uh, it, it's pretty crazy. Like, it's something you kind of expect out of a movie, not out of uh, not of something yeah. like this.
0: You know, I was, and, thi- and the I was West- thinking about that. Uh, sorry, sorry, Tom. The- no, no, go
2: ahead. Finish your thoughts.
0: I was trying to think back, have we ever seen such a big thing happen in animation? At least as far as a location goes. Because like we've seen certain big things happen in animation, like the Return of Darth Maul, etc. So, mm-hmm. it's not like we haven't seen big things happen in animation. But, you know, they typically tend to be big within the context of the show. This They're taking a, a planet from the movies and effectively right. wiping it out. And right. I was trying to think back, like, have yeah. we... Have we seen that before in animation? I, I can't I don't. really recall. Like we've seen plants start... like you know, Dathomir was kind of wiped out in many ways, but yeah, but Dathomir that was the creation of Clone Wars, exactly, exactly. Right, or, you know, EU, but uh, yeah,
1: real first seen in Clone I, Wars.
2: I don't know that we have. Yeah, 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 and and I think I think what really drove this one home. We may have mentioned it in, in another episode, but on the bridge of that Venerator, when the clone trooper. Says that they're locked on. Did you notice the patch on his sleeve was still the old Republic patch? Oh it no, had the, yeah. the tan, I missed that detail. It, uh, had the, it had the tan circle with with the the red, and 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 it's funny because when you when you think about the clones, it seemed like when Rampart mentioned that that the you would imagine the clones are still are part of the Empire were the ones that were taken off to go one way, and the ones that basically were like you know Hauser probably went another way. The clones on that venerator, they were the ones that actually fired on their home planet. Yeah. And that man. that's just
0: they didn't use the new brutal. They didn't use a TK trooper to do that. They no. they used... And it wasn't the new
2: And it wasn't an Imperial Trooper. Yeah. it wasn't an Imperial Officer right. on the bridge anyway, other than Rampart.
0: Yeah. Oh man. I yeah, I'm Yeah. I guess with the inhibitor chip, they had to go through with it, but boy. That just makes it even a little <laughs> Yeah, I noticed the same thing. It makes it it kind of hits you even more seeing the clone trooper, you know, opening fire on basically where they were born, you know? Right. Up. Oh, it's, and I think also T- Tarkins, you may fire when ready, just icing on the cake.
2: <laughs> you know, it, it was one of those things in which when he said it, part of me, part of me was hoping, but then when I watch it again, part of me was hoping they actually lifted that from uh, a new hope, the actual, line. Oh yeah. but, but it wasn't, it wasn't because yeah, yeah, no. when you really listen to it, but it was just so perfect, and and it bookended. It's it, it, it's weird how this bookends Attack of the Clones and 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 all that. Mm-hmm. How this just bookends and brings to a close literally an era that that we and a lot of Star Wars fans. Well, not me because I'm the old part, but a lot of Star Wars fans grew up within this era. Yeah. And now He's this part of that era is gone.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 No, that's exactly yeah. it. Like we we this this show has really shown how the the clone the Republic Grand or the Grand Army of the Republic the clones have been kind of dismantled mm-hmm. slowly but surely over this this season and I think the destruction of Kamino is really the end in right. in many ways like it's it's over you know
2: yeah and to bounce back one episode when you had Gregor even sit there and say to Hunter and everybody. The Republic is no more. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, the Republic right now, as of this episode, is no more. Right. But Darn. it's kind of,
0: yeah, c- exactly. Because before it was kind of fuzzy, right? It's like, yes, right. the Republic is technically over. But, um, you know, it's still the same people. It's just a different name, right? Right. But, but now it's like, well, no, it's the, you've got the, the the clones have been, for the most part, you know, removed off, right, and replaced um mm-hmm. the their homeworld the, camino the the headquarters really of the one of the one of the strongholds of the republic i was thinking back to like you know the clone wars when like the separatists would try to attack camino and all the ships that were defending the planet and then just seeing those venators just decimate it completely defenseless is just uh yeah ugh, man it it really gets you they did it was really just Phenomenally shot, the music, everything. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Man. So
2: we we we, <laughs> so so the reason why the the planet got destroyed and and our heroes ended up on the planet, is because ultimately we find out that Hunter is being taken by Crosshair to the planet. So that's how the episode starts out.
0: Yeah, it is a trap. They all know it's a trap, but of course they. They, go, they in, go in anyway. They go yeah. in anyway. And I loved that that secret landing pad that Omega knew about, where like it only appears right as like you're about your the landing struts are about to like go into the, the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um really cool looking. And I, I that opens up so many questions for me about you know what what was Nala say doing that she needed her own you know, way to secretly get in, in and out of Camino that nobody else knew about. And why did Omega why was Omega privileged enough to to know? Mm-hmm. So
1: I have to say I think this is probably my biggest disappointment of the episode is Really? I don't know that we're gonna get answers to those questions this season anymore. Yeah. I like, agree. But, it's unfortunate. But like I we find Nalace's secret lab, we get A reveal in that we get to discover that Omega was created, it seems, at the same time as Boba Fett, one of the original uh, kind of sets of clones as they were figuring things out. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where they leave it off. Like, we don't know why they had a secret lab. We don't know what the Kaminoans were up to, what they were planning Mm -hmm. to do. I feel like if they were going to
0: do it, that would have been
1: the moment, right? right? It felt like the moment to do it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I did in, yeah. okay, not nothing Like I did appreciate you, the
0: fact that we, we learn that this the Nalise's lab is where the batch was created. Right. And uh we actually you know, as you said, you know, Steven, we find out that Omega was there. Uh she was there when the batch was actually created, which means she has no growth acceleration. She's Boba Fett's age.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And in some ways she's actually like we always talk about how Hunter's the dad, but she's actually older than Hunter. Technically,
2: <laughs> yeah, no, that's very true
0: in a weird roundabout way, but yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I wish we'd gotten a little bit more background in that but, but
2: moment. Also, also realize, um, uh, Nala is still around mm-hmm. that we know of, and then also there's other uh, and scientists that are still around. There's still that possibility we could get a little bit of an answer because there is a question I've been reading out there that people are like, well, how come you've got Omega? at this age but the clones are this age but they all were created in this lab well the the clones are actually you know a growth accelerant Mm -hmm. that omega didn't have so why other than boba fett because that was requested by jango fett to be an unaltered clone clone why was she also you know Special enough not to be an auditor. Right. Correct.
0: And and not only that, but special enough that she would also have access to this privileged information. It almost get, yes. I almost get the sense that like Nala say, created Omega to like be her daughter or something, right? Like yeah. there's there, so, there's something else going on still. Yeah.
1: I think if you went back and watched some of those first episodes, I did feel like there were some vibes similar to that mm-hmm. for between Nala say, and Omega. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like she was definitely at least more protective of Omega than you know, any other random clone that might have shown up. Right.
2: Um, Because, no, that's, yeah. Because also Omega knew that there are many tunnels underneath, not just this one tunnel from the landing pad into Topoka City, but it seems like there's a bunch of tunnels and even uh, tech mentions that all this stuff is not on, you know, on the, on the map for Topoka City. And it's like, what other secrets other than that one lab we saw a couple episodes earlier, do the Caminoans have that? Maybe Omega knows mm-hmm. that the Empire doesn't know.
0: I hope we go, go into this more in season two. I suspect it'll be too late for for this season. I don't think in one episode. I th- I think they're going to probably spend a lot more time on Crosshair um, yeah. than yeah. you know Camino and, and I think the Camino plot at this point has kind of been wrapped up. I'd love to learn more about the Caminoans um, next season though. Because we have those questions, like you said, or the fact that they name dropped Boba Fett and called him, you know, Alpha, his original code name, I guess. Um, and we kind of speculate maybe he'll show up because of the Book of Boba Fett. Well, he didn't. I doubt it'll it'll happen tomorrow. Uh, you know, th- this in this uh, final uh, episode of the season. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll get it in season two. But I love answers to all of that. To Bo- you know, what right. what's, what's Borovayo? What is what what is Omega's purpose really um, how does she, you know is there a connection to Boba Fett here maybe we get that maybe we get that in season two
2: there's a but well the one thing that going forward we need to get some kind of answer on is Crosshair because Crosshair in this episode it, it it was fun watching because he seems to be walking a very 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 fine line did you guys feel that as well
1: oh for sure yeah, it's interesting. It's a line that he did not seem to be walking at any other point throughout this season, though. Exactly. Like in the, I forget, uh, was it? I'm blanking on the name of the planet, but the one that shows up in uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, Braca. Braca, thank you. So, in their confrontation on Braca, there's Crosshair does not seem to be giving them a second chance, mm-hmm. um, as he says in this episode or anything. Like he is there right. for the kill. Um, and then in this episode, he, he seems to have changed his mind. It's mm-hmm.
2: peculiar. But it's I also peculiar It's also peculiar because it—it's Hunter even sits there with basically a gun to crosshair and says, and I, I love the animation on this because he's sitting here, you know, Hunter's got that right across here. And you see that gun kind of do, the, it's the inhibitor chip in your head. He does that little itty bitty like circle with it, like, you know, thinking thing that's an inhibitor mm-hmm. chip in your head but to have crosshair come back and say i had it removed a long time ago and this is me that was like the the os moment for me cuz i was like no way
0: so i think the big question i i've you know, the big question
1: is like is he lying right that's
2: that's a good question because you couldn't an- tell when no, the ahead. answer
1: the answer is no well he's not lying and it's and the, i mean that specifically in the like if you could he be lying in a in a grand scheme of things, yes, practically, what is the purpose from a story perspective to have him be lying? Next episode he shows up' it's like, actually, I do have the chip, and now that you've removed it i'm I'm good again. like mm-hmm. well, so the fact that he even said it in my mind means that hmm. like we 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 are taking it as a granted this is true,
0: see i so the i i did i love the whole dynamic between crosshair and the the batch in this episode right. and i i the way i interpret it maybe i'm wrong is um crosshair he he, he misses the bat the, the rest of the of, of his squad the rest of the batch just like the batch miss him right and the batch mm-hmm. they want to redeem crosshair they want crosshair to realize no you're fighting for the empire the empire is now evil they used to be good but they're evil now and suddenly you're on the wrong side leave come join us we want you back again like the batch desperately want crosshair back if they can conversely yeah. i think crosshair also really misses his brothers and yeah he wants them back just as much as they do they, they both want to reconcile but crosshair's version of reconciliation is the batch rejoining the empire. And he almost has that Vader moment of like, you know, join us. We can, we can, we are super special. The empire still needs us. He's trying to rationalize in his head why he won't get, you know, uh, thrown to the wayside, uh, you know, by, by the powers that be in the empire. Mm -hmm. And, and so I think he really does want the badge back in the empire. And, he doesn't want to join them, right? He wants them to join. He wants the batch to join him, not the other way around. And I could see it in his mind saying, well, if I tell them that I had my inhibitor chip removed, then that's my choice. Mm -hmm. Um, And if it's my choice, maybe they'll realize that, you know, I'm not just blindly following orders. You know, I'm not just a good soldier following orders. I am, uh, I'm, I'm making this choice because the empire is the right, is the right group to back, the right side to back, and that maybe he's thinking he can rationalize with his friends and mm. get them to rejoin, even though he still has the inhibitor chip in his head, and he's just using it as a way to make them think that he's acting more rationally than he is.
2: Right.
1: I don't know. I could be completely off base, though. I just, you know, I can't see them <laughs> pulling that reversal because I what you're saying makes sense, but as a viewer, it just that's not interesting. Like, Oh, you like the person said he did a thing and then we're going to turn around and show that he actually didn't like what, What? Mm -hmm. well then why tell me in the first place, it doesn't actually add anything. It doesn't up the drama. It doesn't up the stakes. Like even if he is uh, like, I don't know, even without the chip, like he's clearly brainwashed by the empire. There's not, I don't see anything that's going to change that
2: here. But the interesting thing, he may be brainwashed by the empire. But even the new TK troopers, because remember, one of the troopers went to Rampart and said, even if this whole setup that was going on to bring the badge to Camino, that that one trooper went to Rampart. I don't trust him.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And even when the whole trap was set to go back into the training facility, there were and which was very funny because you're sitting here thinking that tech had the right angle to where if this is a trap and Crosshair is waiting for us in the training facility that we remember watching back at the episode where Tarkin was watching them do their handiwork, you know, tech is like, okay, we can't go through the front door because that's what Crosshair is going to expect. Let's go up, you know, the elevator shaft, like we, we do going into this thing and they're not going to expect it. Well, what happens? They go up the elevator and boom, they're surrounded by the TK troopers and Crosshair.
1: I do really like that element of, uh, like Crosshair still does think like and understand how the batch think. Yep. Um I think my only wish is we'd seen more of that throughout the season instead of just in the finale.
2: And I agree um, with you
1: on that. But it definitely made for a great sequence as they come up the elevator and they just all of uh Crosshair's squad are yeah, we're already there and we're watching.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it was it, it was smart and that leads to just this great Standoff, You know, I, you, you could make the argument that it was a little silly to rush in knowing that it was probably a, a trap. But I think, again, I think they, they thought they could, you know, surprise them and, and rationalize with them. And it just doesn't, I, it doesn't work as well as they'd hoped.
2: No. I And, and I think from this perspective, it does work because it set up such a great conversation between Crosshair and Hunter and their philosophies mm-hmm. And the thinking of Crosshair, where he's like really trying to work Hunter, but did it surprise you that Crosshair actually cut the cuffs off Hunter at a certain point and basically let them go when he had them all surrounded and let's say dead to rights?
1: Oh, more than that, he actively uh, like <laughs> shoots the rest of his squad at yeah. one point in order to oh, give them. My jaw
2: dropped. <laughs> was it wasn't that brilliant? I mean, to, to sit here and, and watch Tech kind of, kind of you know, Ned's record to see that. And we've seen it before, that little mirror device that, mm. you know, Crosshair has used was already playing. It, it seemed like we were talking about how Crosshair is always like a step ahead of Hunter. He was not just a step ahead of the batch. He was a step ahead of his own squad to take them out the way he did.
0: Yeah. I, my jaw was on the floor, and I guess it makes sense because, like, he he wants his ba- his friends back so bad, so much that when the elite squad wouldn't stand down and wouldn't follow his orders, he's like, okay, well, if you're not gonna stand down, like, he was trying to kind of give them an opportunity to come back, and and that's why he's like, hey, you know, join us, right? We could be, you know, kind of Darth Vader moment, like, the let me take this these cuffs off of you to try to get you to to join me, and when the elite squad won't stand down, he just kills the elite squad, and it was just. I just, I just loved this dynamic because it shows that Crosshair really. I guess I keep saying this, but Crosshair really wants his friends back, and that's it's. It was an unexpected and really neat angle to to take. Not just a, oh, I'm a bad guy, but you know, please, please join me. Come back. I'll try to give you all these opportunities um, to to change your mind. Mm-hmm. And also, there's mm-hmm. some. Great writing from the you know following. See, following orders isn't difficult to them when they lowered their right. weapons to like, you know, don't make the same twice, same mistake twice. Don't become my enemy. And Hunter's like, we never were. It's just ah oh, yeah, so good, so good. Or or even like the oh stop, basically paraphrasing Hunter, stop trying to be Omega's dad. That's not who you are. You know, it was ah. Oh.
1: A lot of that confrontation had some very some great dialogue. You could tell that they've been working towards this like the entire season.
2: Yeah. 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 And the one thing that surprised me is they brought AZ back, Mm. which that that was a okay. And that's when they they find out that basically they are decommissioning the facility because it was AZ who informs them. Look, I came down here to hide because they were shutting down droids, which I find that fascinating. But, you know, hey, they were shutting down droids. And then they were also killing um the Kaminoans or anybody who would not go with them. Mm. They were basically disposing of them. That's brutal empire right there. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, also and you know, the, the training droid sequence and those, they activate those to kind of give them a distraction. That was cool. That was a nice fight. Well, that was cool but as well. It
2: was a nice fight, but it, it was cool because it, it seemed like Omega, when she activated them, kind of overdid it a bit
0: (laughs) yeah but it gave them an opportunity to like you know fight back to back with crosshair trying to show some of that camaraderie between the squad at least until they stun him and take him prisoner yeah i don't know do do you guys think do you guys think they're going to redeem crosshair the next episode
1: it's you know i'm not sure I would have said yes. But on the other hand, now we've got a second season and setting up I don't know more I no, I think they will. Yeah. Either that or her die, because otherwise they're just gonna repeat the same plot yeah. next season. Which I you know, just won't be nearly as interesting.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because going into next season, they they at least to me set a couple of question marks of You know, probably the main villain is going to be Rampart. But what happened to the Kaminoans? Mm -hmm. What happened to the rest of the clones that were, quote unquote, reassigned or killed? Um, You know, what happened to remember in the previous episode we saw, I think it was Nala say with the young, young clones when they're marching down the corridor. They're just like, where are we going? And she's like, you know, at some point you're going this way. And the kid was like, are we going to be soldiers? Mm -hmm. So that that. That may be like a minor loose end, and who really that could go away. But there's still a couple things that could be wrapped up, especially the uh, Kam- Kaminoans. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Tom, you uh, speaking? Of which I, I noticed you change the pronunciation there. This episode, finally, they gave us. I think Hunter said it for the first time: Kaminoan. And you know, we've seen Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, I've been people, going back and forth. Han on Han, people. You know, even like characters in Star Wars go back and forth in pronunciation. Um, but it was nice to see, you know, here officially pronounced for the first time from Hunter's lips. And also, um, we had a chance to chat with, uh, Gwendolyn Yo, who plays, um, uh, Nala Say, and she also uh, confirmed that Dave Filoni, uh, pronounces, uh, the, the species Kaminoan, not Caminoan or Kaminoan. So I feel like that, now the now they're all dead uh, well not the kaminoans but at least the planet oh. kamina's gone now we can finally put that 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 to bed um it's
2: kaminoan i guess after all these years i got it right
0: <laughs> oh I've, I've always gone back and forth too i was never really sure <laughs> uh
2: yeah so so now comes the speculation um since the kaminoans are off planet and they know how to do cloning Do you think they have any kind of ties into the rise of skywalker with the return of palpatine or the creation of snoke later 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 down the line there's definitely a weird thing
1: here where like mandalorian talks about the imperial cloning operations that were going on kind of behind the scenes this seems to be hinting at it it's hard to tell if we're if we're in like at this point in time, they're already like eyes forward on ah, our goal is to clone Palpatine and like have our version of him mm-hmm. uh, or a clone version of him. But I, I don't know. I kind of hope not. I hope we're not. I hope we will find our way there, but they're not already like going to state that as the plan. If okay, that makes
2: sense. I'm, I'm going to jump back a bit into the clone wars because i just had a realization didn't didn't palpatine mention at some point when it came to the zillow beast something about cloning
1: yeah i believe so yeah that sounds
2: vaguely familiar so maybe i'm just throwing it out there you never know but i doubt that's gonna be the case we could see another zillow beast i don't know i doubt it
0: but, I mean, I think I'd love to see more about the Zilla Beast, but I don't know. I kind of think that's
2: yeah, that's that's ship has sailed. Yeah,
0: I don't. I don't know though. I, this this series just loves to dive back into you know characters uh, we haven't seen in a long time. So you never know. Maybe they'll maybe they'll surprise us and and pull out a Zilla Beast episode next season instead of the Rancor episode. But mm-hmm. I don't know. There's there's so much. Potential. I'm so glad they're getting another season. If they if we didn't have another season, I would be. I would still enjoy this episode. But I feel like it would. There's so many unanswered questions, you know, remaining. But now that we're getting a second season, it 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 feels like the the pace toward the end and where we're at. I, I think they're. It, it's it's pretty good.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and next well, season, there has to be a second season because how did they escape? this cliffhanger of an ending getting in the next next episode. Well, we
0: have one more episode, so. Well, yeah. (laughs) But yeah. Something tells me we'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I am very, very excited to see how this all ends. Uh, Hopefully we'll see Gregor again. He's, he's hanging out with Sid. So, and apparently Sid's not happy.
1: (laughs) It's, I suspect the second season, we're either going to go a little bit heavier into what Rex is doing, or we're going to go heavier into the clone side, or perhaps both. But yeah,
0: I think, I, I think I you're hope. right. I think it's a Rex, like season two. And this is pretty standard for look film animation, right? Season two, they start to bring back in, like, actually this is unique in that they actually did start to bring in these other characters in season one. Mm-hmm. Um, but typically they, once you hit season two, they're like, okay, let's bring in Ahsoka. Let's bring in Rex. Let's bring in whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and I would not be surprised at all if next season's more about what Rex is up to. And maybe we see yeah. Wolf, right? And and how Wolf and Rex and Gregor kind of end up doing their own thing. I don't know. Lots of lots of interesting ground for them to cover. Mm-hmm.
2: And I still think they they did bring out a good villain in this episode well, this whole season. Rampart right now is very good. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy this character because, just to have him sit there and look at um, um, Camino, and just basically open fire that the has as brutally deadpan as he did. I mean, that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, yeah.
0: I guess we'll find out next week. Just a couple days, and then the season's over. It's hard to believe the the Bad Batch is already approaching the end of the season.
2: But thankfully, we've got a second.
0: Yeah. Well, shall we get into our review, our our rating?
2: I'm up for it. Yeah, let's do it. So, who wants to go first? Rock, paper, scissors.
1: I, I well, I have conducted an independent rock, paper, scissors, and Tom, <laughs> it turns out you lost.
2: <laughs> oh man, i Why did you guys have to pick scissors when I picked paper? Come on, guys. Okay. Um. I have to give this episode 9.5. I really, really, really enjoyed this episode. I I think we've said enough about it. There's not much more to say. It's really setting up what's going to happen next week. And it still leaves a couple threads hanging going into next season. And again, like I just said, I think Rampart is being set up as a really good villain in this going into next season because it it seems like you don't have to rely on Tarkin and if you have a other character that's a strong villain the show can survive and I think that's the case how Sid's going to play into this going into next season if we see Sid again we don't know it was mentioned if we see Gregor again we don't know we'll see what happens but I enjoyed this episode for what it was just the secrets that were brought out by Omega that the Kaminoans have, because it seems like there's many, is fascinating. And this was cool. So 9.5 Womp Rats. Um, My 9.5 Womp Rats. See, the last time you saw the TK Troopers that were going down the corridor, and I think it was the last time you see them going through through the city and pushing the cart, inside those crates were hidden 9.5 Womp Rats. And they did not know that those 9.5 Womp Rats Basically, there was a fourth venerator that was supposed to be part of the uh, the, the destruction of uh, Camino, But that ended up going... That crate went to that fourth one, and it jumped to hyperspace and left because they basically sabotaged the hyperdrive, and it left. So that's why there were only three basically just destroying uh, the city. So they at least tried to help. Didn't get all of them, but they got one. So anyway... That, that's what he did with my one brats
0: Steven
1: so I'm I think I'm gonna have to give this an 8 out of 10 um I, and some of that is, I think it was a solid episode I think I'm going a little bit lower just in that it didn't quite have what I was hoping for I really wanted to see a more grandiose like you know kaminoan rebellion or more than just kind of another crosshair in the elite squad stand off against the bad batch again um but that being said they did an amazing job of, of bringing all these great elements into the episode and really upping the drama and it ends on an awesome high note with you know uh the city being just decimated um and uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna give it an 8 out of 10. And it turns out that Nala Se has actually been working on the Batter Batch, uh, which is a group of eight Womp Rats that are just <laughs> elite squads, all part of the Kaminoan plot to take over the Republic, um, which we'll, you know, find out more about in the future.
2: They were not aware that the Republic's gone, right? That's why they were the Batter Batch?
1: Well, you'll, I, we don't want to spoil it for season two, Tom. But this is going to be a major it, yeah. plot point on <laughs> how this all comes together. Okay.
2: Okay. William, you're up.
0: Yeah, you know, I I loved this episode. I, I you know I would have lo- I would have I would have liked to see some sort of Camino and rebellion too, Stephen. I, I agree with you there. Um, however, you know, maybe that'll be something we see in season two. I do hope we get more about. The Kaminoans. What happened to the rest of the clones? Were they just, you know, still used until they all died out, and then, uh, yeah, and then, and then uh, that's it? Or were they shipped off somewhere? You know, taken out? Who knows? All sorts of questions. You never know with the Empire. Uh, same with the the, the Kaminoans. But. Those are all answers they can they can get to at some point. For now, I thought this was just a a wonderful episode, kind of giving us one final look at Camino, a planet we've known and loved since 2002, almost uh, what 19 years, and it's over 19 years, and Camino is now gone. And I was pretty pretty impressed that the animation would take such a giant step and really decimate and, and. basically removed from the map, um, not just deleted this time, like in the Jedi archives, but completely gone. Uh, (laughs) Such a big, uh, such a big place from the movies. And it's, it's exciting to see they did such a great job animating it. Also, I have to call out some of the, like the music hearing the the classic, uh, you know, Camino music from attack of the clones return. And even some of the animation, like when Omega, uh, when they were all standing on the platform and there was all the rain and, then um, they get inside and, and Omega's hair is like completely wet. Uh, it's just the little details I thought were just fantastic. And I'm excited to see what they do with crosshair. So uh, and I really enjoy that dynamic. So I'm, I'm going to give it nine and a half Womp Rats as well. Can't wait to see how this season ends um, on Friday. So yeah, that's my nine and a half Womp Rats. Um, well, my nine and a half womp rats, they, uh, you know, you, those, those tubes that connect the landing platform to Topoca City and and you know, other places, they're actually powered by little womp rats, you know, running through the tunnels that kind of take those balls and um, from, from from place to place. So it's womp rat powered. No, it's, you know, womp rat powered transportation. And there's nine and a half of them. One of them had an accident.
2: Naturally. (laughs) Fair enough.
0: We had nothing to do with it. It's just, you know, there was an accident.
2: Uh, (laughs) Accidents happen.
0: Uh, Well, coming up on The Bad Batch, we have the season finale, um, episode 16. Um, There is no title. It could be called Return to Kamino Part 2, or it could be something else. Who knows? But it's the end of the season we will see what happens. I think we've all given our predictions already for what might happen. Will we see Sid again? I don't know. Um, maybe. I could see him maybe trying to go back to Ord Mantel and bring Sid back into the picture. But I could also see her being completely out of it for the mm-hmm. rest of the season. Especially after Infested, where it was kind of her swan song maybe for the season. So
2: that That could see. be true.
0: We will see. But that will be an episode for another time. And by another time, I mean next weekend (laughs) thank you don't have you don't have long to wait no no but thank you all for listening as always and we'll be back next weekend with our review of the season finale of the bad batch
2: thank you for listening to the ion cannon podcast your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far far away the Ion Cannon podcast is not associated with Lucasfilm, The Walt Disney Company, or any and all of their respective trademarks or copyright holders. Any opinion expressed on the show are that of the hosts. This podcast is a production by fans, for fans, and is copyright 2018.